Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bring the Heat podcast, episode number 10, our final of the season. Of course, I'm not alone, though. I'm joined by my lovely friends, Joe Quickdraw Basso and Bones Tom Bamford, of course. No guests, unfortunately, boys. It's only us this evening. And, uh, you know, we've got a, f- a few more small things to wrap up, of course, for our final week here for the podcast for season one. Yeah, woo! Finally. Woo. It's been a long long time <laughs> it's been a, it's very it's the last 10 weeks have just been ridiculous mind you six of those weeks we're talking about fe so listen don't make it seven tom <laughs> we're, not, we're not here to make it seven you know we're, we've had a pretty good time we'll touch on it obviously a little bit later it's, it's been a really good season honestly like the feedback and the support that everyone's been showing like i i did not expect this much um attention to say the least and on top of that as well there has been a couple of other podcasts coming out around ours as well which is good i guess for us as well just seeing some other variants come out as well yeah it's uh good to see everyone talking about the scene um not being like us being sort of harsh on other people like we have been but yeah i think ne- next season is going to be not really like as harsh I'd say it's going to be, it's not going to be as passive either. Like we're still going to have jabs obviously, but um, it's got, it's going to be okay. I reckon it will be fun, but you know, Tony, I, I think we should start talking, right? Because there are a couple of different topics today, which they're all pretty big, honestly, which is quite nice um, for the last episode, of course, uh, going into the off season, just about as well. Yeah. The, uh, the off season of Valorant, I'm assuming you're mentioning here. It's uh. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Oceanic Valorant, as a whole, of course, uh, props again to Peace and Order making those last chance qualifiers. And they're going to have some interesting competition because I believe, you know, Berlin's just happened over the course of the week. We do have our grand final yet to be played. But of course, it's uh, EMEA, it's uh, Gambit versus uh, the side of Envy, which I was not expecting. Envy really, really brought the heat. And uh, I guess. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that grand final goes. Gambit are playing absolutely out of their minds. I was not expecting this form from Gambit going into Berlin, but definitely outperforming. And, you know, some of these teams that you expected to actually take this lane have been knocked out in that third, fourth, fifth, sixth kind of area. And it's very unfortunate to see for some of them. I think it's just proof that you can't stay invincible, you know, especially with Sentinels getting beaten by Envy. Like, there's always going to be an upset and... Well, that's where it's come. It's in one of the biggest major events, pretty well Valorant seen today. It is the biggest event, so um, I- I'm very interested to see how the final goes. I think Gambit should dumpster Envy, personally. I think like they just look a lot cleaner overall. Um, I think EMEA this time around is just looking a lot stronger, but, you know, we can talk as much about NA in a year as we want, Tony, but, you know, the main focus is going to be Ice this episode, yep. right? Because there's a lot of shit that's going on at the moment. Order and Peace obviously going to be sticking around because they've got, you know, last chance quals coming up. Um, for everyone else, though, this is where we get to see some moves happen. Roster yeah, Mania. Roster Mania, yeah, it's the the O Shuffle, as we like to dub it. Of course, after a major tournament, uh, there's always bound to be a few rosters disbanding. Of course, we saw uh, Nebula. Uh, their core of five, I believe, now parting ways. A few of them, from what I've heard, have been sticking together. Um, I'm not quite sure who is uh, the core three that are staying together, but I imagine a few of them, you know, still want to play together. Jesse Rolls maybe got a little bit of synergy and 
looking to keep it with maybe Cal for tax. Who knows? But Minimize, I definitely know his fielding offers right now. He's uh, been trialing with a few teams. Like, not quite sure, of course, who, because uh, you know we don't have really access to all those like scrim kind of results. But you know, it's interesting to see as well. Shadownet, uh, of course, disbanding in the uh, the wake of the last week. Legends are. Uh, Fortunately, we only got to see one week of the uh, the Legend Stage for Winter Cup for the final week. So, uh, but it was yeah, Trident versus uh, Legacy, and you know it's interesting to see Trident now ranked at that fifth uh, spot here in the region. Of course, uh, all these teams, you know, uh, above them, even Bliss might we might see some changes. Maybe Azo departs his roster. Maybe someone else leaves. Uh, Easy, I believe, was hinting at it, as we said last week. His Twitter bio changing, but maybe quite. Uh, of course, maybe not. Uh, we'll still yet to see Mind Freak. Definitely hope to see some changes from them. I don't know really who you'd want to drop from that roster, but it's uh, Ferg. You want to see Ferg gone? Bones? The whole team. The whole... <laughs> they just need, uh, with Ferg being around to CS, they just need a, maybe someone a bit younger, a bit more youth into that lineup. Um, that's just my opinion. Argue, I'd still argue the fact after previous results, they're just not going to gel together. I think there needs to be something that's changed within that team. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Maybe someone a bit younger. Maybe someone who's got more potential. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I can think of from Mind Freak is Ferg. When you look, Legacy solid. I reckon they're mostly... Yeah. I, I can Nice Hacks, Punder, and Yifang would be the core three. If anything changed, it would have to be Mike and Duddy, wouldn't it? Yeah, which previously that has been on the table, I'm pretty sure, because I know Duddy... It's either Duddy or Mike. One of the two previously just weren't really about strats. Uh, I think, I think was that was Duddy, there. wasn't it? Yeah, it was Duddy. So Mike was grinding and Duddy wasn't really like listening to that, that was preemptively. But I think like across the board, you kind of have like who solidified top teams, right? Because I think Wildcard needs to change. I think probably either one or two is probably in order just because they're just not the caliber that they were previously that, you know, was the team that beat order. Who do you um, think? Bliss, I think, is... If I'm going to cull two people from that team right now, um, I mean, I'd keep Noz. I think, I think Noz has been doing sensationally recently on Wildcard. I don't think you drop Noz. Uh, RD, he's had a bit of inconsistency, but he's still you know, pretty up there. Swirl, of course, always uh, doing numbers. Um, but maybe they drop Swirl and swap it up. They get someone else. Swirl, of course, uh, I, maybe goes I to thinking... Mind Freak even. I don't know. Like, Swell's still a really good performer, and even if you're looking at the stats and stuff, like, I think... And Frequent has fell off a little bit recently mm. as well. Um, alongside that, Signed hasn't really been the caliber of player we've seen recently either. Like, he's been negative KD in most of their games as well. Um, not even on the KD side, I think, as well. The impact that he has just isn't as prominent as what it was, you know, at, when he was on order for that little stint, but that was mainly because he had those individuals around him. Um, I, I thought after Sign's little stint with Order, he would have gone into Wildcard and actually brought some of that stuff to them, but it seems like nothing's actually really come about it. Because if you're looking at the teams that should have the changes, you'd be thinking Wildcard at least one, Bliss needs to get rid of Azo. Because um, I think that's already on the table for them, apparently, due to some leaks coming out about that. Um, I'm really keen to see how Trident goes. Mind Freak is either going to change two people or disband. Um, that's probably going to be one of the two options I've got. Um, legacy, I still think they're going to make a change as to who I don't know, especially mm. seeing as they've just signed to legacy. I don't know how they're going to feel about that either. 
Yeah, it's also interesting, uh, I guess, for the, the free agent pool, who's currently LFT, you know, you've got the entirety of Shadownet, you've got the entirety of Nebula, um, as it, you know, maybe a few players, of course, as you said, from Wildcard Bliss and uh, 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 Thingy, um, Wildcard Bliss, uh, Mind Freak, sorry. And uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where some of these players kind of land up, I Hope to see, of course, because uh, I know Shannon all too well, and I know what some of their players are capable of. Of course, Vesta, I'd hope to see him on one of these top five rosters or, you know, one of these top six rosters if there is that kind of shakeup. Because I think Vesta, as a player, whether he ends up a Mind Freak, Bliss, or even Wildcard even, I think Vesta's got a ton of potential there that just hasn't been shunned or shined all too recently, of course, because of the leagues Shannon have been playing in. Yeah, I reckon Vest is solid for either Mind Freak, maybe even Bliss, just because his aim. He is an aim god. He's literally an aim coach. But one person I want to throw out, that I don't know if he's still with this team. They haven't played in in a month. Jordanation. Yeah, Vert- no, Vertex is still together, I'm pretty sure. Um, they're probably looking to ride it out uh, until yeah. uh, the next thing. Of- I think- well, I- I'd imagine they, have, they are together because I know JDU wouldn't let that happen, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think more so, I think Vesta would slot into Bliss pretty well. I don't think Mind Freak's a team that would work well with his um, certain play style as well. I think Mind Freak, they're on a lot more strat, you know, heavy orientated roster. They try to play a lot more structured in comparison with some other teams, but it just doesn't work for the most part, just due to their individual prowess. But I think, like across the board, if you're looking at your top eight teams, right, pretty well. Going by the fact that supposedly Mind Freak may have changes if they disband pretty well, your top 10 is pretty well in place at the moment. But I think it's more so mm-hmm. the fact that your top five teams are pretty well solidified now. I'd put Trident as that fifth team now, considering the results that Lexi and Mind Freak have had. Um, I, ha- I hate to say it personally, but there just hasn't been that consistency that we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's also interesting to see because, of course, if we go a little bit later down the pool here, uh, you know, Direwolves, uh, someone needs to go or so- something needs to happen. I, I, they need to care bottom, more. Bottom, bottom line, Tony, the whole team needs to go. Like, it, yeah. like, I hate to be the one to say it, but that roster just is not working, especially with the results so far. I understand a lot of those guys, you know, they just like playing together, which is, you know, fair enough if you're going to be not a competitive team, but you're just playing because you're mates with people. That's cool. Yeah, um, but team. if they're actually, if they if they're trying to be like a competitive team and not like a pubs team, they need to just dip. Honestly, there mm. needs to be changes. Just band, go to another team, try rebuild if you can, because the results from those guys have just been absolutely dreadful. Because all the all the good teams they've lost against pretty well. Every single like semi decent roster, and looking at some of these teams, half of these don't even exist anymore. Yeah, like bizarre Orgulus. Um. Yeah, and uh, K16, I think, is also... Uh, some of them are fielding offers. They've, I've seen a few... Yeah, few they've tweets. also just been... <laughs> uh, okay, so they've also bit the dust. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where a few of those K16 players end up then, because, uh, you know, Tix, from what I've heard, and uh, from what I've seen, of course, having casted him, very... He could be the next Ronski, he could be the next, you know, Kalth, if he's willing to put that effort in, but I, it appears, you know, he's got a bit of a attitude problem at the moment. I don't know, this is just what I'm hearing. I could be completely wrong. Um, but yeah, some of the other players from K16, they've got promising um, promising swaps if they want to. Leyline, I know, very smart individual server player um, from what I've seen, of course, as well. Bayer, 
Smart and Sentinels when he decides to show up to some of their games. Of course, I'm, not, I'm, I'm making a, a slight little joke there. He did, he did uh, unfortunately, have his power cut out. There was a few jokes saying he wasn't showing up to the game, but now it's just his power cut out. So I hope we see Bayer. Uh, ADHD as well as a player that, you know, could use a little bit more work. Um, but, you know, that's what you expect to see from a few of these, you know, lower standing teams. Pigeon as well, I believe, disbanding. Uh, so they're currently looking to uh, probably reform under a different roster. And it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting whether we see, you know, a few of these players come together from some of these lower teams as well. K-16, Pigeon, uh, even though some of them uh, probably aren't looking to play anytime soon as well. Some of the bizarre players formerly uh, maybe looking to come back and uh, really do some damage here and sign under an org. Maybe we see some crazy things happen. But of course... Transitioning now over to our next point. Of course, this was just actually uh, tweeted in the last few minutes that we were uh, discussing. It was the Play AEN uh, Valorant Spring Series that they're going for a 3K prize pool, uh, an eight-week event, eight teams invited, and four via an open qualifier. It's, it's good to see uh, an org really get around, knowing that Valorant's you know, in a bit of a lull since BOT finishing. Uh, there's a tournament to be played here. Yeah, think, holy shit. Realistically speaking, this event's... I was just about to say, this event's going to be the one that, you know, you get to see those shuffles come through, right? Because for the teams who do get invited, as I don't think Mind Freak will go. Um, so if you're looking at the teams that probably will get invited, uh, Peace and Order aren't going to be there because they're overseas. Uh, Wildcard and Bliss potentially, Trident more than likely. Uh, Mind Freak said a couple of their players are taking a break, so I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see them um but this is pretty well going to be the chance that you get to see those roster changes come through um and i think it's going to be obviously it's the end of the year so i don't really expect too much from teams overall like if it's a pub play style i wouldn't be you know they're the relax honestly i think that's more so what this will be but mm. for the teams that get invited it's going to be interested to see who does and who's able to i guess adjust to having a bunch of different people and a bunch of different teams on board um, and it also opens up, you know, those eight extra slots as well for some new individuals to come through as well from other rosters. But if you're really going to put pen to paper, there's not really too many teams I can think off the top of my head who wouldn't, you know, other than the invited teams, what are the other eight that will come through? Because I, I, I can't really think about it. Fury? Oh, yeah, Fury, maybe. You got to go for your own team in there, Joe. <laughs> just letting this know. We've got an invite to it, so that's... Ah, uh, you do? That's uh, us. I didn't know. Oh, leaked, so... leaked, leaked leaked live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Joe's already gotten an it's invite an for his team. An exclusive. Um, it's going to be interesting to see then, I guess, as you said, of course, Order uh, and Peace not being there because of the last chance. Uh, Wildcard taking a break. Uh, Bliss and Mind Freak under reconstruction. This might just be a free farm for Trident, I feel. You're not wrong. Uh, unless Legacy just you know, it rocks up. That's mm. the other thing. Um, but I think a lot of the good teams probably won't play just because it's off-season. I, I reckon that's probably going to be the key thing because a lot of these players have literally spent the entire year playing BOT just to fall short at the final hurdle, and I feel they just need, like, a month or two to relax. Mm. Mental reset. There's been a fucking lot of Valorant over <laughs> this year. Like, it, they haven't had a break pretty well. And how good is it, though, to have that much Valorant? How much of a scene to be growing like that it's brilliant first year it's a it's a good thing for the first year but again like obviously it's you're gonna burn out at some point right oh yeah and i think 
coming into this phase, you kind of need to relax a little bit further. And, you know, even if you play the event and just play a bit more of a pluggy play style, switch up a couple of the roles, see who's, you know, just feeling to play what. I, I think that would be cool as well, just seeing some different Asian picks from different players. But overall, I think it should be a decent event. Uh, again, I hope they get, you know, some semi-decent broadcasters and, you know, observers and everything else in between. Nah. Got, I'm, point, I'm pointing to these two yeah. right here. <laughs> these just, just decent looking, casters, hello. Because just looking at, because um, obviously I sent in like a letter to LPL about the OT and what advice I'd give to them. I feel like if they need a, if it's more of a grassroots setting, which it is, they need to pick up some people who like they're decent for their caliber, but they're still trying to get there. So people like maybe a Mercury. Um, digital? What else was that? Yeah, digital. Digital um, probably in there as well. Tatum's. Probably... I, I think you give Tatum's a shot, not in the ob slot this time. I think, mind you, Tatum's observing for what uh, for the B-side stream was really good. I think you put Tatum's on the mic. I really enjoyed what I've heard from Tatum's recently. And uh, as you said, yeah, throw a few of those community casters into oh, the mix. Especially so, uh, um, Cozy Josie? Yeah, for her in yeah. there. It's like, I don't, I get, we haven't got a female caster, do we? In Valorant? Just, mm. just get some underrated people. So, like, people are probably say, probably including you, Tony, as well, not being included wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing if it's grassroots, because obviously you're still established. But if they get yeah. you on board, that's great. Um, yeah. Obviously, Pink, obviously not to put them on blast, but, you know, Conky, Dion, um, Mac, Pilsky, those guys are all, you know, established at least and i feel an event like that if they get those individuals in it kind of takes away from the whole grassroots setting especially for i guess other individuals who are starting to work their way up because valorant has literally the most amount of community casters we've got ever like there's so many people who have gotten into it it's ridiculous it's uh, all all casters that uh i guess wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily say have an fps background of course uh you know a few of them have come over from Counter-Strike, of course, I'm talking about Empress EK, has Daddy Slim as well, myself, um, you know, doing a few other community leagues on the side. But yeah, as you said, a few of these newcomers that have come to Valorant, and hopefully we get to see them uh, hop on the mic and really showcase what they've got. But I guess, you know, we've been talking a lot about Valorant, we should swap it over. We change our game here, Joe, of course, to talk about PUBG, the recent uh, announcement for the format changes for PGC, and of course, as well, PCS5 APAC going on over, of course, the span of the last week. Okay, so just first off, whoever actually decided to make this change for PGC at the end of the year, I will suck you dry, um, because the most chicken format is the single worst thing that was ever introduced to any fucking esport ever. And Tom, I would say that abruptly because the amount of times that teams have been absolutely shafted over this shit format is ridiculous because even if you're looking at teams right now who are competing brew didn't even compete tony they didn't even get in because they didn't get any wins yeah we're basically representing brew they're literally, <laughs> they're literally the best team in apac alongside us and they didn't get in because of this format and you know that's on them for not adapting of course but it's still absolutely absurd that you're going to see shit like that because this event as well, if we're looking, I, I think we touch on PCS first between the four regions in comparison to PGC. We'll talk about that afterwards, just because obviously P PCS is the event leading to that. So I think it, it's a good thing they've got the most chicken rule during the week. So if a team wins, they qualify for the event on the weekend. 
Uh, and then the weekend event is when they go off points, which I personally like. I think that's pretty good. Um, but I guess if we're looking at PCS5, I'm not sure if you guys have like the wiki up or... I am uh, it it's right not linked now. in the document. I am pulling it up right now. Here we go. I'm throwing it in the episode 10 chat right there for you for yeah, APAC. But I think you... What, what I want to start with is we'll go through from Europe through to APAC, Asia and Americas, because mm. there, there has been a couple of really good results um, across the board, some extremely unexpected, um, some controversy, some might say as well, but we'll discuss that in a certain moment. But I think to touch on Europe straight away, personally, there was Pickens in the game, of course, yep. um, which again, I really love PUBG for doing that. It makes it a bit more fun you know, to do stuff like that. Um, and I guess like across the board, looking at Europe so far, they've already played their first uh, day of games. So they play again tonight as well. Uh, I put VP to actually win the whole event personally. So I'm happy with how they're going so far. I'm really happy with that. I think realistically, Liquid's actually the one that got the most pickups and they're currently in Ooh. 11th place. So it, it really does show if you're a team that doesn't get wins, it really just kills you. Because again, after three weeks, the person, the team with the most amount of money wins the event. Jeez. Nice. Ah. Wait, FaZe, FaZe is also in there? I heard uh, FaZe still doing well. I, I remember hearing about FaZe uh, beforehand. And so they, they've, had a, they've had a couple of changes. Yeah. But I think realistically speaking, the teams that should be winning this event would probably be VP, Heroic, uh, Na'Vi, Liquid, even throw BBL in there. They're a really underrated team as well. Yeah. Um, but I think realistically speaking, it should be VP or Liquid to win. I put VP personally just because they've been the kings of Europe for a bit, and I think they're really, really consistent with how they play. Um, mm. But obviously, APAC for us, we're a little bit more familiar with. Yeah. Because um, this week's games, they they were a little bit weird. Um, yeah. Because I think the top, the teams that finished in the top five, four out of the five of them were expected. UNP had some fucking insane games, and I'm talking people calling them out for cheating. Um, but they were, that's, out there. that's all I'm saying because they've already investigated it, so they're cool. Um, they they had a really good first day. They got 89 kills, and second team second highest kills was us for 64. So on the first day, they got 61 kills, and they fell off on the second day. So. Over the two days, they got their two wins. They finished on top because of their kills, which, like, props to them. They've done really well for themselves. Um, AAP, BNU, and AAA expected, personally. Mm. I think AAP and BNU, they finished up top with us last event as well, so they've done well. Yeah. Um, but again, with the format, especially us coming fifth, we had two games where the guys just weren't able to capitalize, especially one where they were paying a bit too much attention to one team and they got third party by BNU. Um, so like the format itself, it really plays to, you know, not luck per se, but it depends on, you know, what takes place. Cause if you get one win, as you can see, 36 cartel got mm. the first win at the event and they finished eighth. So oh. they actually walked away with, I think it was 2000 bucks. I think it was USD 2.5 or something like that. 2.5 K. Mm. Yeah. And then teams like day trade and sharper. I feel fucking bad for those guys, man. Because those two, like, they're really good tie teams, but, like, they just don't get a win and they're struggling. Like, if they got a win, Daytro probably would have ended up probably top six at that point. Yeah. I was going to say, also considering uh, a few of the games uh, in the, I guess, the round round three, uh, four, 
And of course, uh, second, they didn't start off too great day one. Day trade had a really rough day one start. But of course, as well, uh, as you said, you know, 36 Cartel snagging the first win. Fury getting the second. Both Oast teams getting the first two wins of PCS 5A package. It's always a big one, but yeah, unfortunately, 36 Cartel, you know, they, they had some pretty good games. I have to say, definitely impressed um, with that 36 Cartel roster. And of course, definitely outperforming uh, their previous predecessors, you know, and in, in that second oceanic seed that we saw from Bliss, of course, last PCS. We, yeah, we, we keep taking the piss out of it, but obviously Bliss finished 10th last event, which is better than what they did previously, and Cartel's already one up them. Um, I, car, the 36 Cartel guys are just, they play a lot more to the format hmm. in comparison to what Bliss does, because they actually play to zone more so than what Bliss does. Um, and even in the qualifiers as well, Blith finished seventh. Hmm. So they, they really had a rough time to get into this. But I think realistically across the board, the top eight teams, honestly, anyone in the eighth slot or the seventh slot, you know, you get a win, you're fucking guaranteed money. Um, but I think probably all the other teams bar UNP were expected, I would say. Um, hmm. UNP's had a really good, like they had a good two nights. I want to see how they go in the next couple of weeks because obviously the money does go up until the next week. Um, but yeah, I guess touching on Asia specifically, I don't know too much. Pero was the one that was kind of, well, Petrical Road, as they're called. They are the ones who are basically pitched to win the event, according to their pickums alongside Gen G. Um, yeah. now Pero is doing what you would expect. V7 is actually on top at the moment, they've still got another night to play. Ooh. Um, it's not bad. I think the biggest takeaway from this is NH is currently in 15th and they actually qualified already for PGC uh, off basically their respective circuit points in the area because APAC operates a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, basically, the teams who I am a little bit concerned as to what's happening, I would probably say the likes of... I think Gen G are probably doing a little bit better. Tony, you got there. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I just accidentally refreshed the tab. My bad, my bad. My man's can't do anything with this man. Fuck. Yeah. Can't do anything. You can't bring him out to places either. I think yeah. like NH is pretty well the biggest disappointment at the moment. They've had two third places in their first night, so clearly they're getting close. Um, and yeah, it does show, again, the format can be a little bit whack for some teams. But V7 are doing really well for themselves. Like, they had two firsts on the first day, and they had a fourth place in the final game of the night. Like, that's really good for them. Um, and honestly, for NA, we're not even going to touch on that because we all know uh, what the fuck's yeah, going on so Sonics are just absolutely farming everybody. 93 kills <laughs> in the first week. Um, yeah. 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 Sonics, uh, they got three wins under the, the new format, of course. Uh, SSG and Wildcard, they tied at that, uh, that second, third mark. Of course, SSG getting a few more kills. TSM, uh, a lot of kills. Poor, poor but, guys. Um, <laughs> poor guys, man. Poor, they got one. One win on uh, day day two, of course, to start that week off, and uh, you know it's very it's very unfortunate. Seventy eight TSM did absolutely bonkers, and then they just unfortunately got robbed by the format. Of course, Sonics, as we said, doing massive bits. United down there in that tenth kind of position. Dig as well, uh, a little bit rough from their retrospective. Of course, Wildcard pr performing pretty admirably. I don't know, of course, uh, if these. Players have been together for as long. I'm not quite sure because I've, I've so been they, actually editing a few of their PUBG montages. Across the board, the teams who have performed above what's expected is Wildcard. 
Yeah. Um, they were nowhere near expected to come third for the first week, and I think TSM really struggling. Uh, they had a second-place finish from TSM as well on that day, which is unfortunate, which they lost to Sonics, so go fucking figure. <laughs> um, but wildcard gaining third place in the first week is great. Uh, I mm. think it's definitely going to help them. But the thing is, um, with NA, Asia, and Europe, they have the points system, right? So the teams who are competing, they're not playing for first and getting a direct invite like APAC. They're playing for the most second points they can get to then get to PGC. The only reason being is because APAC doesn't have third-party PUBG events. That's the reason why. Um, and NA and EU have ESL PUBG events, which is why we get a direct invite if we do win. Um, but the, the thing is with Wildcard in this situation, like they have to actually finish top two to actually be able to qualify for PGC. Mm. Before we advance, can I just point out, Tony's fucked this recording. He fucking refreshed his tab. I need to fucking redo his KM now. Nothing's showing. Uh, need a new link, I think. Uh, lordy. You oh. fucking nonce. Give me, give me one second, and I'll send it to you. Stop being a sped, Tom. Oh, it's not me, it's him. This, obviously. Yeah, I know. Stop. We're still recording this, obviously. So yeah, we are. Yeah, shut your dumb mouth. Shut up, Tom. It's an easy <laughs> fix. Just... <laughs> just fix his just fix his camera up. I'm mate. fine. I need a new link though. I don't know how to get the link. I sent it to you in the chat, mate. The new one? It's right there. Oh, you put in that one. I'm looking in the fucking recording cams. Oh, who cares? Just fucking put it in. Uh also That's the other thing is off the teams but the teams who did horribly, Tony, Oath is a team that should be top three. Mm. Um United and Dig, my fucking god, what the fuck happened there? Uh maybe us poaching Dig's coach is probably a bad thing. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yep. Um, Dig, they had three third place finishes. The poor guys, man. Even 300, they had three third place and a fourth. Jesus. Yep. Like, shit's rough out here, boys. Like, shit's rough. I think even looking at this, Oath had 52 kills. United had. 50. If you're looking at these kills right now, Tony, if they've got a win, look at SIS, yep. Yep. FIAB, Gas Cans. SG, they would have fucking come fifth if they got a win. Like, yeah. what is happening? Even XD down the bottom, the poor guys are on 20 kills, but they almost got three wins. Good. Jesus Christ. That's the format like for you. It's insane. Yeah, that's the format. Um, But yeah, I, I guess we should, we should probably move on. We talked a bit about PUBG, but you know... Recently, the RLCSX Major being announced. Uh, it's, uh, you know, as we can see in the Twitter, uh, 6 million in pricing lands, and of course, um, a few other things as well. More regions being included, a revamped format. This is crazy for Rocket League. Yeah. Um, I think for the scene as a whole, this shit is nuts. Uh, they brought back lands, which is good. So props to them. Um, so pretty well, APAC North, South, Middle East, North Asia, and Sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, mm. So apparently they'll have a wild card slot at the World Champs. But I guess looking at, I guess the most relevant thing to us as it stands. Now, the most important thing to take from all this for us in OS is if we're looking at the splits, basically if we're looking at who gets to qualify, there's like regional events which lead to 
Um, I think the world champs, if I'm not mistaken, because OS has to play with NA, MNEA, and APAC South, I think, which is from November 12th to the 14th for the finals. So there's basically three different major splits and then the world championship, which starts basically from the 26th to 31st of July next year. And the big thing as well for OS is actually, they're actually going to be bringing in uh, skins for OS and Brazil. So for Latin American OCE, it's actually really good that we get to see that. Um, now, basically, OS and South American teams now get included. There's home and away kits for cars. Uh, that's designed in partnership with teams, and they also allow sponsors to be featured on the vehicles. Holy shit. So, Zero skin's coming soon. Mm. Yeah, so GZ's hasn't been leaked. Uh, they're 100% getting one, obviously. Um, Riot's actually got leaked, which yeah. is quite fucking ironic considering the next part of this little debacle. Um, because the team, the orgs that get to compete in it, they get skins in the game, right? And from what I've seen so far, NA and EU, they have, I think, eight teams, if I'm not mistaken, that have respective skins in the game. Um, and I think we could potentially see something similar to what's happened in Siege, right? Where you have international orgs coming to O's to get their skins in Siege. So, you know, teams like Elevate, Wildcard, bits and pieces like that. The only big problem being is teams don't stick together down here. Nope. That's the Australian way. That's, Australian That's in way, every so. scene. Everyone snakes everyone. It's a, it's a big deal as well for Rocket League, right? Because um, especially as of today, uh, Riot, they had their skins leaked a few days ago and now their entire team has completely shit the bed. We love that. We we absolutely love that. We... Rip. <laughs> They've uh, they've reformed as well under a, a different name. So all three players basically dipped. Uh, one of them, I think it was Super Lucky. He used to play for Overt okay. or that team disbanded. Now, the team that he's rejoined is the exact same core of that Overt roster who disbanded a month and a half ago. Okay. This sounds like what? a snake. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm confused. Because main, the main reason being is because they disbanded because there was apparently like internal issues with the team and the like. I'm like, if you have internal issues and they all rejoin the same team, is that not just going to create the same internal issues? Like, they're all, they're all under 18 as well. So Rocket League's a very you know pretty orientated scene around the younglings. Uh, there's not many teams who are having players that are over probably I think 22 I think at the moment. Um, but yeah, it, it's a bit of a weird thing, personally, because Riot signed all these teams and now they've reformed again and they're the exact same team. It, there's some whack shit going on there, man. Yeah, that's a bit weird, not going to lie. But like, you said they were all under 18, apparently, as well. This could just be all like a whole testosterone fucking fueled bullshit or like mm -hmm. having an argument and a month later you're friends again sort of thing. Like when you have a punch on in school and your mates are the mm -hmm. bloody... The next day or sort of thing that sort of mentality could be coming out so i feel uh, bad for right in this situation not very often i say that about a team but i feel bad for them because if they've just tried getting skins in the game and they've put these forward now they've had their team disband then they have to try and pick up another team to then keep the skins in the game so the question is are they going to panic and pick up another team that's not going to be as good 
what I'm hearing, Joe, is there's an opportunity for the boat. Mmm. The Scuff. boat. The fucking boat. Scuff boat in Rocket League coming soon is all I'm hearing. Yeah, that's all I'm hearing. We'll Joe. get out we'll get our actual like skin drew by a five year old with crayons. Oh, yeah. That's all I want. That's... What do you mean? We just use, we get Jimmy to do it. Is he wanted to, is he wanted mm. to do the graphics? We get Jimmy He's prime, prime graphics designer, Jimmy. Oh. Yeah, but it's a shit situation. I... Yeah, I would hate pretty, to be it's pretty shit. Again in Rocket League, there isn't a team that has had this core team other than GZ for 12 months, because every other team has had a change, which, you know, it does prove longevity does work. Um, in GZ's case, they're going to keep... I think this is going to be the easiest season ever for GZ, let's be real. Um, especially seeing what has happened today. I have no hopes for many teams other than GZ at this point, but I hope someone can prove me wrong. Renegades, are you out there? Not, not even them. CJ, are you alive? But nah, fucking uh, GZ for you. They're just gonna sweep the rest of this rest of this region again. I yeah, mean, which again is expected, right? Because yeah. especially looking at recent results, like there hasn't really been a team that's actually been able to beat them. Yeah, um, and when you when it's not broke, then why fix it? So yeah, I mean it's it's as simple as that, realistically. Um, but I think the big takeaway from this is, um, I guess for the teams who are competing, there's more than just playing like fucking long term commitment. You gotta really just format yourself with a team and push through and especially if you come into an org in this scenario where they're getting skins in the game like you, you're literally going to be playing for a team in your own colors like just fucking think about that for a moment like how many games allow you to do that not even counter-strike and that's been around for what like 20 plus years yeah but the devs are dumb Tony. Call it, Tony. Call like, that's different call of duty yeah call of duty is so pretty, pretty well siege and rocket league that, that's the only two that i can think of at the top of my head I don't really know of any other games that have um it would only be stuff. Yeah, Siege, Rocket League, Call of Duty, Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch true. Um true. they're the only ones I can think of, uh off the top of my head as well. FIFA? Does FIFA FIFA really? is like you can you can create your own you kits. You can make your own you can make uh, your own kits, which is yeah. yeah. Uh, fair, fair. Um but there are but yeah, there has the... been stuff like for like hundred Thieves has its own kit in the game. So Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. But I think the the big takeaway from that just has to be these teams need to stick together. Otherwise, if they're going to approach an org, they they're not going to have a chance. Because now Riot's just gone. Oh shit, these guys are disbanded. What what are we going to do? Because they've just signed these players on to try and pay them, and now they've got to flail around and try find another team. I'm curious why we've been getting a bag. Why are you leaving? Why why are you disbanding? You're getting fucking paid to play video games. That's every fucking kid's dream. The fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Work it out. <laughs> Get a Come group. on, be, time to grow up. <laughs> Fucking, you're not in school, playing video games, sitting on your ass. You're in lockdown. If you're, if you're getting paid to do something, though, it's a job, right? Exactly. Because if you're, because straight away, like if you're in a work environment, you may hate some people. Like, I, I hate some of the people I work with. Oh um, fuck yeah! But you put that shit aside and you do your job. Like it's, it's quite literally as simple as that. Like I understand it is specifically, it like it can cause internal conflict, which again. At least in this scenario, it probably could have been resolved if that was the case. But I think, like across the board, if again, if you're an org trying to pay a team, like you have faith in them to stick around, and now this shit's happened, like that's that's nasty, man. Mm. I was like, kids need to go to Bunnings and get some cement to toughen the fuck up. <laughs> cement smoothies. Yeah, fuck it. No, Bunnings specials, and I'm not talking about snags. 
snagging a smoothie. I actually feel like a fucking snag now as well, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Pick me up, Tom. We're going for it. We're going for a snag. We're going for Bunnings, Tony. (laughs) We're going for a buddy. We got a Bunnings. Record the rest of the episode from Bunnings. (laughs) Walk around like this. Just walking around with a webcam, just like, sup, guys? Live in the car park. Is that 24 hours of Bunnings? Anyway, is that 24 hours? 24 hour challenge of Bunnings? Centonian. We'll never find him. We'll go hide in the gardening (laughs) section. In his monkey suit. I I know the gardening section pretty well. I used to work in that department. Yeah, he'd be in his monkey suit in the back corner. Mm. Uh, But yeah, uh, despite getting... uh, Speaking of getting uh, toughened up, uh, Hastro from Envy uh, really, really... Going off a treat saying that uh, Envy is the best performing org in FPS games, despite having no proper results to uh, back up that very bold claim. So in the words, <laughs> it, was a, it was a HLTU writer that commented on it. Um, God, what was his name? I need to try and find it. Uh, I think it was, is it Note? I think it is. Is it Note yeah. or something? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Not true. He absolutely... Sp- Bit roasted him, uh, where he said, Ah, yes, in tops events such as, and then squints at it, saying ESL Pro League season nine relegations, uh, and Dreamhack Masters Malmo close qualifiers. Hmm. Um, please note, looking at all of these events, none of these are actual tier one events or qualifiers for said uh, tier one events. And that's been since I am Sydney 2019. So it has been a hot minute. Since yeah, Envy yep. has done anything remotely good um, in an FPS game. Now, I'm not including Dallas Empire. They're a different entity. They've done oh. it previously. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dallas M- won a championship. Yeah. Yeah. So that's different, though, because that's not Envy. They're a different brand. They're that's different. how they represent themselves. I mean, yeah. So represent... yeah. So they won a championship, but they're not Envy. Yeah, yeah I know, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I didn't know Dallas were anything good on, like, fucking LAN or anything. They're Wi-Fi warriors. Because looking, looking at this, right, so basically the big thing that got taken away from this was he basically said, run it back for the past 10 years, 5 years, 2 years, and see where we stand. I know there's a data analyst out there who can rate the orgs. And he absolutely put him on fire and said, basically, looking back over the last 2 years, you overpaid Nifty for 2.5 years while in NA... And they went to shit with no support, and you'll get no compassion from me. Now, that's true. Yep. Like, that MV team was an absolute dumpster fire, uh, as of what we've seen previously, because it no longer exists, and NACS basically no longer exists. Um, and realistically speaking, the big thing that came from this was saying um, all banned match fixes from CS should not have an opportunity in Valorant. And supposedly people need to say that to other large orgs. So he's clearly taking a dig at someone like Steel, who's gonna go on to Valorant after the little saga he had a few years back. And he's you know revamped himself, turned himself into a really prominent individual. Um mm. I, I personally think Hastro is just a cunt, honestly. I'm gonna say yeah. that now. Um he is one of the most toxic owners I think I've seen ever, I think. You compare him to someone like Carlos, and there's a fucking big difference between those two as even Hex. key individuals. Even, even Hex is. as well. And even though Astro and Hex are best mates, fucking they're... Like, real, realistically speaking, 
if you're if you're looking at a management role, right, the people who you should be working out to be is either going to be Hex or you know Carlos, one of the two. So you're either going to be a pretty genuine business guy who just likes to hang out with blokes, or you can be an absolute prick, but also a funny prick, uh, and take the piss out of literally everything that goes wrong. Yep. Mm. Because the thing, the big, the biggest takeaway from this as well is. For, for the most part, if we're going to be looking at stuff here, like, the biggest event they've had is right now when they vest Gambit. Like, in the last five years or so, this is the closest they've gotten to actually having a major title under their belt. And even then, I don't think they're going to get it. Yeah, I think Gambit is just too much better of a team. We've seen them just absolutely tear apart Berlin and, like, beating, uh, I believe it was Sentinels on their way in to this bracket if i am correct let me just I mean, double envy, check envy beats sentinels yeah uh, they're yeah. in a, in a was... different part of oh uh, yeah again, so, yeah sorry na was all at the top side yeah 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 so again if we're looking at this from an outside perspective as well like if you're looking at the stats game it should win mm. um and it really just comes down to if Hastro is going to be there to talk facts in quotation marks like you know it's not factual you're, you're just spitting shit Honestly, because there's no evidence that actually back you up. Exactly. I hope Gambit oh. fucking body him. <laughs> fucking hope, but that's just I, put the I, man I with an odd shaped head in the spot. I, I would also like to see that just because the amount of Twitter shit that would come out from that would be absolutely hilarious. Because I know, um, just on a side note from that as well, like uh, Kaide basically called uh, Crashy's a scrawny boy, apparently, as she came out with a twit longer, basically like saying she's sorry for calling him. Yeah, basically yeah. saying she's sorry for calling him scrawny. Uh, even though he is scrawny, um, <laughs> yeah. but basically she just my my thoughts on that is she just did it because you know just to clear the air, you know, like personal branding, hundred thieves, blah blah blah, sponsors and fair all. enough. Um, but yeah, it, it's really not looking too good at the Epic Camp right now. Let's put it that way. I think that shit's gonna hit the fan real bad if Envy don't win against Gambit, and I think we're gonna see some of the best reactions that mm. we have probably seen this year from this shit. I'd say you see reactions from people that aren't even in Valorant at the moment. I can you see something come from the side of Optic because of um, Castro and Hex's relationship. You mostly see some banter come out of Hex being like, uh, where's that FPS title again? Your garbage cunt. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I, reckon, I reckon personally, Joe, you should make the meme with the, the uh, Port LA coach choking himself for 2004 Grand Final. Jeez. And just put, the, <laughs> put his face on it. <laughs> no, so Tony, put it in context. Yep. What are they, uh, AFL team in Australia? They won the grand final and their coach came out, like, choked themselves, saying that the other team choked, basically. Yeah. So that's why, like, you just change someone's face and, yeah, it's yeah. it'll be a quality meme if you get it. <laughs> if you're not from the eastern states, like Tony is. If you're not from Australia whatsoever, yeah. um, that's the context for it. But uh, I think the banter's been pretty on point for the most part. Like, I guess still keeping around this little Envy saga specifically, but there has been a lot of banter that's come into Berlin, obviously Sentinels and G2 going at it, but G2 gets the last laugh, kind of, even though they got 13 0 first 13-0 in international uh, Valorant history. So congrats, G2. You've set another record for the most part. Good um, job. <laughs> Carlos spent a lot of money on flying a plane over Berlin saying, fuck Sentinels. After well, they then lost Sentinels the did the same, didn't they? No, they didn't. Yeah. Nah, G2 won it. 
No, Sentinels tried talking shit, and then they got lo- and then they got knocked out by Envy. So then Sentinels social media really just shit the bed from there. Um, but yeah, there has been a lot of banter, which is nice to see. Um, I think it's definitely good for competitive esports again. Yeah. Oh, this is awkward silence. Um, no, nah. Tony, you want to go on to the next part? Oh yeah, what is the next part? Oh, oh the hot fucking looking. No way! No way! We're at the hot spot already. We're at the hot Please. spot, Tony. Please, the hot we're spot. Not, we're not at t- the two-hour mark this week, all right? Uh, <laughs> thank God! Thank God! Ironically, the best episode today was one that didn't have you, Tom. How does it feel? I don't give a shit. Unlucky. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, uh, the hot spot. I guess uh, we'll start it off with you, young Tom. Uh, um, how, how are you feeling? Shit. Personally, I'm going to say my hot. Would actually have to be Gambit making it all the way to the grand finals of mm. Berlin. Um, I'm not so sure that we expected Gambit to be there in the end, and um, I'm actually quite impressed what's happened. My low spot, if I'm honest, uh gonna have to be the uh the right gaming part, like the RL stuff. Like I've said it, I said it earlier. Kids like that are in esports. Your egos are going to get a hold of you really early, especially if you're good. Learn from this now. You're going to have to be in the long haul to be able to do anything within this region. Go to Fortnite. Mm. Go to Fortnite. Nah, fuck Fortnite. <laughs> if um, Fortnite doesn't work, Valorant's always got a home for you. Exactly. Look at look at Poppy. Um, um, <laughs> so, yeah. That went out to my hot and low. I'm going to pass it over to young Joseph. Is that where we're just like handballing it off? Just I can near catch this. <laughs> Bang! Who, who I don't even know where my camera is. Nah, I'm, I'm down the bottom. I don't. I edit a nah, football no in. I'm, I'm top <laughs> left. You're top right, and so Tony's in the middle edits. down the bottom. Yeah, because the camera's flipped as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would have been so yeah, like, Um, either way, probably positive. Uh, PUBG Corp's changing the format for PGC. Thank you. Uh, like fuck, they've actually done that. More money Best for thing I've seen all year. Uh, hopefully, if we qualify, fingers crossed. Um, which you should. Um, negative. I'm. I'm gonna go completely off track, and I reckon over the last week, I'm gonna put eight ballers getting fucking roasted again for their dumb shenanigans on Twitter, like just talking oh. shit again. Wait, can you can you touch on that briefly? What what happened? So, did he talk? Uh, I think it again? was. I forgot who it was. Who I think it's Pacific or some. I don't know who it is. Who's oh like, well, yeah, 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 shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just even more dumb shit coming out of his mouth. Like, just shut up, please. Oh, like, dude, the reply to that was great. Fucking yeah. Thames reply. It was absolutely on point, dude. I love that shit. Or uh, on the other side of things as well. <laughs> Actually, probably another hot for the week. Order yet to find a win in a uh, in OCN. They're still lost. To or- they lost to Overt yesterday, uh, eight to seven. Um, but yeah, that that's my positives and negatives. I reckon that's probably appropriate for the last episode. Um, Tony, mm. what are you feeling? You know, what are you feeling about this? Uh, what am I feeling? I uh, I think I think the positive is this AEN Tony. Uh, I'm I'm quite happy to see it, 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 whether I cast it or you know whether I'm just getting to sit back on the sidelines watch it unfold. I think it's cool to see an off, uh, I guess an quote unquote off season tournament happen here in terms of Valorant. And 
props to AEN getting, of course, a a pretty sizable prize pool. 3K is a uh, you know pretty good margin as well. Uh, getting a few of these invite teams that we normally wouldn't get to see outside of VOT, maybe of course participate and. You know, it's, it's good to see AN doing some good things for Valorant overall. And I guess my low for the week, uh, it, it's, 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 it's Astro, man. It's, it's just Astro. The guy's an idiot. Guys. <laughs> no, you can't call me an idiot. He's got the best FPS fucking oh, Sorry. Yeah. Tony, sorry. Halo's an eSport. My bad. It's statistically proven as well. It's statistically proven that they're the best org at wasting money on players who don't achieve anything. Come on. Hey, yeah, the Halo oh. team did bits. Yeah, fucking Halo 2006 <laughs> era. Oh. Mm, mm, envy envy Halo. God damn. They were in the competitive esports 2006. <laughs> it probably was. I don't think Envy were in around that time, but yeah. Uh, I would um, assume, like, listen, I would be assuming so because Riot Gaming was founded back in 2005. So I would assume Envy was back then. Yeah, Tom, my thoughts exactly, but we're not going to touch on that. How That's... old is these motherfuckers? <laughs> 16 years. Yep. These motherfuckers 50? Yep. God damn. They were playing Tetris before we were born. Yep. They were competing before I was out of nappies. How does that make me feel? Um... <laughs> Fuck. Well, at least someone was getting their ass wiped. Hmm. <laughs> Oh fuck! You know it. It's been it's been fun though, guys. You know, mm. um, I think you know we're gonna have to go for the recap, honey. We're gonna Ooh. have to do the whole summary. You know, we've had ten episodes. Um, pretty well. A lot of them have been hot takes. There's been a lot of hate. Uh, fuck frag empire. Yeah, fuck, fuck frag every empire. Run. Fuck every Fortnite <laughs> team available right now. Um, there's more teams still shitting the bed as we speak, which I won't go into. Hey, did we get um, any ticks out of it? Or uh, no, just just a lot of unhappy people, Tom, which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, re- realistically across the board, boys, like we've had ten episodes. We've all we've had some pretty good viewership across the board. Good listeners. Everyone's been. Uh, really supportive as well. And I guess, like, just on a final note to all of our um, previous individuals who have actually come on and, you know, shared their thoughts and, you know, just had a bit of a yarn, have a bit of a laugh and everything about everything. I think if we're going to go through the list, we had Matt on first, followed by Huzzy, Ozzy. Jimmy, JDU, uh, Wanda, Ozzy, Fam and Foggers, uh, a couple like of the B boys, uh, and then Rosa and Easy Kill for last week. So it's been it's been a very good time. We've had a lot of different guests on board, um, and I think Tony, if you if you kind of just want to like, I guess finish things off as you started, you know, just I guess share your thoughts on this season. Same with you, Tom. I guess on what your thoughts have been. Have you, you know, share share your thoughts about this type of shit. I can I can talk as much as I want, obviously, but you guys have been here for as long as I have. Uh, Tom, would you like no, to? You, no, me? Tony, you. No, all right, all right. I'll, I'll uh, start off. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, uh, I guess this also extends an invite to guests, uh, of course, going into our next season. We'd love to have uh, different people, of course, from every different walks of life. We've had, you know, of course, a ton of admins on. We've had uh, a few players, of course, we've had. An org owner or two come in. We've had had match fixes. Had match fixes. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out to Foggers and Theme. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's good to see. Um, 
you know, I, you know, came into this uh, as, uh, you know, not expecting uh, the the type of, I guess, popularity and, uh, you know, notoriety that this podcast has garnered. You know, I've had a few nice DMs as well from a few lovely people, of course, Swifty to name. Uh, you know, he, he talked to me a bit about that last podcast. I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. So it's always great to hear some feedback. Always good to hear that we're doing uh, some of these topics justice. And if not, of course, we're always willing to be wrong sometimes. I'm always willing to be wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> what? What's wrong with being wrong? Like, you know, it's an opinion. Uh, yeah. Even if your opinion is wrong. <laughs> like uh, 90% of the time. Yeah. That's my it's job, though. <laughs> That's my it's job. Talk shit. That's why Tom's here. He's literally just here to talk shit and no factual evidence whatsoever. Oh, fuck um, that. That's <laughs> what we want. That's... I'm just going to say it how I see it. <laughs> That's why we it, got right? him. That's why we say got it him. how I see it. But no, it's, like the bully, it's like the bully at the school. Tom serves the hype man going, yeah, he's going to do this. It's like, <laughs> I'm the one egging on the kid getting bullied. Like, you fucking do it, cunt. Come on, there's 20 bucks on you. Fuck, you know. It's with the hype man on the side. Um, AC got, I don't gamble. Um, <laughs> it's chill. Well, on you don't gamble on kids at school getting beaten up. Well, hopefully not. I'm 24. I hope the fence just kind of like go, Timmy, go, Timmy. Just... <laughs> I'd hope he was. <laughs> That's kind of creepy, Joe. Someone know oh, what happens God. up there on the hill. Jeez, um, doesn't happen on the hill. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, this season been a great season even though i was only here for nine episodes um and then i went on that on that episode the reason why i was away i went to watch the football my team got smashed by 10 goals that wasn't worth it um nope. and i didn't get drunk so <laughs> it definitely wasn't worth it uh you definitely fucked up Tom. Yeah, I, I fucked up on two <laughs> avenues there uh but yeah everyone that came on thanks for coming on honestly everyone's had fun i've had an a huge amount of fun basically just talking shit uh it's all i'm really good at these days um no, but also thanks to to- Joe and Tony. I had this side of my screen hand. This side. I gotta get my cameras right. So, These two for having me no and putting out with me. Even though I'm, I'm down below, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, he's down below. <laughs> you're down. Just, you're, is that, is that right, there. Tom? Is that right? High five yeah. There. yeah. There we there go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's Tony's down like here somewhere. Like, yeah, he's like he's waving to a logo right now. It's <laughs> like hi logo. It's just like, <laughs> <there. laughs> Uh, but no, nah, thanks for them putting up with my shit, even though um, obviously I've departed from Fury last week. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm just doing my own thing now. But um, to all future guests and all sorts that come on, go to Bunnings first. Yeah. Like the couple of days before, because it takes a couple of days for cement to fucking harden up. Um, uh, to, to orgs and okay, Just prepare in advance before you come on. Yeah, just prepare. Because. <laughs> Dude, I um, swear to God, we get one guest on and they have a fucking bag of cement in their background. I, I lose it. I'm fucking giving them fifty bucks straight up. Um, but nah. To any like developing orgs or clans out there, please keep folding because you're giving or fucking up. You're giving us stuff to talk about, and it is fold, brilliant. Fold like a deck chair, guys. Keep going. Like this nah, is literally. Like, uh, but if you do have a tick, um, quick draws for your email is both in the description now for businesses. So it's at fury.global at something. It's like, I don't it's know. like contact at fury.global.com. We need a tick. Twitter doesn't want to give us one. Yeah. So, so come, help the boys out. Um, if you're wanting apparel from, from people, don't worry. It's coming soon. There's no ETA. Um, we'll have merch for this podcast coming soon. Um, 
Yeah, it's just it's just gonna be a sticker that says "Bring the heat." Um, please vandalize every building you know in your life. Like, right. I, 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 I'd probably do that. <laughs> vandalize. It's like, a, it's like a baby on board sticker, but it's just like it's just like a bring, bring the heat sticker, which is like moron on board at the bottom. Or just a Bunnings logo next to it. Or sponsor with cement. Um, but yeah, no, yeah Bunnings, if you're there, we need a sponsor for this. So. I need cement, yeah. honestly. I, need, I, just, I actually do need cement. I can so. honestly imagine Tom just like we're talking about something, and then Tom's just there, and he just goes like, "Oh, boys, hold up, I'm gonna harden up real quick." Ducks out, covers cement, brings a shovel, <laughs> brings a bucket in it. It says instant cement. Oh my god. Uh but yeah, it's that's like, toughen up, you shit. Just. <laughs> Just well, I know what I'm doing. Get in the bucket. <laughs> but yeah, that that's here's cunts. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just just on a final note before we knock off as well. Um, the next season will actually be starting very, 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 very soon. Um, that's a lot of berries. Yo, yeah, hold up, have we got an ETA? Yeah, got an ETA. ETA the fifteenth of October. That's when oh. series two kicks off. We're gonna have some new graphics. Uh, we're gonna have. Hopefully, some new guests, depending on who doesn't hate us. Um, Studio coming soon. Tom, I want to get that sorted. Like, uh, hit him up. Hit him up. Listen, I was watching. I was watching Sav and Josh from Chiefs. They have two people in Queensland together, and they have Josh sitting on a couch by himself in Adelaide talking. What a guy! Tony, you got a couch, and is it black leather? I do have a couch. I do have a black couch too. Is it a black leather couch? And can we call it casting? All all I'm hearing is next. You know, next time we're gonna have some big things. We're gonna have some big things. So, Joe, you're gonna build a shed on your land with all your with your parents. <laughs> I'm just gonna rent out a room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, wait, to- Tony's coming to Adelaide confirm? Yeah, maybe, cool. maybe. <laughs> In the future, if he does actually come down, this will be massive. You know, as soon as he comes, <laughs> no, that's Tony. He's already got five G. I, I do have the 5G, so apologies if I've been shit this fucking podcast because holy fuck, I want to die. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's going to be Pog next season. Big Pog. Huge Pog. Huge Pog. More stuff on the way. Big Poggies. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Did How do we want to close Hold this? Hold up. Hold up. Did you say Poggies? Poggy Woggy? Is that? I've heard people say that before. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on, that, on that note. <laughs> 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 on. <laughs> Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before, what are you doing? Before we finish. I'm no! <laughs> what are you doing? Googling. What are you do- you're Googling. Googling something. Hey, um, sending me a Poggy Woggy. So a, a Poggy Woggy is a very deeply sentimental hug in which you squeeze the person to the point near suffocation and nudge your head in a circular motion. I could use one of those, honestly. This is coming also, from very eSports. It's also a name of a song from Cara Blast that's literally called Poggy Woggy. So... Um, shout out to Carablaster. Shout out to Carablaster. Go check out her music. Um, mm. Anyway, it's been fun. Season one's done. Season two on the way. Big things on the way. We're going to have me. new graphics, new setup, new coom. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we have buckets on standby for the coom that will come from this. And before we go, uh, I've got a visual representation <laughs> of esports, by the way, in a. Oh, yep. Garbage. And just light it on fire. All you have to do is light that on fire then. Yeah, yeah then it's the fire. It's Perfect. Oh, it fucking stinks as well. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I gotta clean that. Jesus. Oh.
All right. All right. Tony, finish us off. We're talking shit again. Everyone hates it when we do this. Uh, well, this best part. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Bring the Heat, episode number 10. Of course, you can check us out on the Fury Twitter and all the socials. Of course, Podbean, Anchor FM, the Fury YouTube channel, Spotify as well. Please get us on Apple Music or something like that. I don't know how that works. But guys, that has been Bring the Heat, episode number 10. And we'll see you next season.